so first of all happy birthday denzel i do hope that you will enjoy it and yes as promised this podcast is being published on your birthday so yes i stay true true to my words now second of all this podcast well the episode it's quite different from the others and it is where i will be having a a a conversation with denzel he's another podcaster his podcast is with his sister called the twin podcast not briefly they're not twins i mixed that up yes and aside from that we had a conversation recently and i recognized that many creatives we are going through a really hard time i was going through a really hard time so i I said to him that, hey, let's collab and talk about how we are dealing with being in quarantine and Corona, yeah, quarantine, Corona, and, uh, you know, having our creative juices not being refilled the way we want it to be refilled. And yeah, aside from that too, this podcast is different because it explores us talking about our different cultures. Um, He is from the uk tottenham to be specific but he's also ghanian by his parental lineage yeah something like that yeah so we talk about that and we we you know it's just where we have a cultural exchange while touching all nations so let us go into this new lengthy (laughs) episode and once again happy birthday denzel I'm tired. I'm t- yeah, I'm like mentally yeah, I tired. Yeah, uh, I just looked to your, um, I, um, at the podcast page on Spotify and I saw that, yeah, you literally just put out the video yesterday. So yeah, I can tell you tired. Yeah. Yeah, because I had to wake up like at what time? Like after six, which was after 12 year time. You know, this this whole six hours ahead thing, thing is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's killing me. Why why you guys have to live so far? And yeah, I should I should have been sleeping at six in the morning, but you guys are up on about twelve o'clock. No, it's what one p.m. for you? One a.m. Sorry. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's one. It's like yeah, one fourteen. So it's like that's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> wait at this point wait we need to separate um the the random chatter from the podcast remember we're freestyling but um yeah i know that i want to talk about what the climate is like in in the uk like the the employment climate um the mental health climate all of that what's it like in the uk wait first of all where exactly are you i'm in north london so you're in I'm where from Tottenham. north london north london yeah so i'm from Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham united oh my gosh <laughs> I do not support Tottenham. So, I don't understand Tottenham United and you support Arsenal. Oh my gosh. It's Tottenham Hotspurs, firstly. So, or, or Tottenham Football Club, not Tottenham United. You can't say that. You oh, can't add the United part. I know, I know, because I remember you said how you feel about football. But, yeah, no, it's because I live... Um, even where I am, I live relatively close to the to the stadium, to the Tottenham Stadium. But I've just my dad was an Arsenal fan, so I grew up an Arsenal fan. And it, me being closer to the stadium and stuff, it just made me hate them even more. Oh my because God. I can hear them. The nah, Arab- but, honestly, honestly, I hate them. But you know, it's um, yeah, I'm I'm situated in the north of London. And what's that like for you, being in London? Um, I'd say is is it's kind of hard to answer because it's, it's really different based mm-hmm. on like where you are in London as well. 
So for me in Tottenham, like Tottenham is the I think is the only place in London that's a majority black people. Yeah. So I think it's like twenty nine percent black people, twenty seven white I think, or like white other. So like Lithu- like Lithuanian, Ukraine, mm-hmm. Turkish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's like Indians and different and different um, different ethnicities. But yeah, no, for me is is always I've always been surrounded by black faces. Like it's even when I went to school, like yeah, my schools were predominantly black. That's great. Like I remember once with someone saying, you know, imagine having a black a black lecturer, and that was pretty much a. Uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, I don't remember the word, but it was, you know, that word. Oh my god! What, like a trip? N- oh no, it was like a, a cultural. Um. Oh, reset. Yeah, so I think. Yeah. That's what people say. I don't know. There's a specific word that I'm trying to remember, and I can't remember it. Awakening. But, yeah, I was like. But I am here in Jamaica. All my lecturers are black. And I, I remember only having one white uh, lecturer. And she was Canadian. And it was it was normal for me to some extent. She kind of sounded like Siri. Not to be racist, but she sounded like Siri. <laughs> <laughs> she sounded like Siri. But apart from that... I that was that's the only time I've I've experienced having a a a lecturer or a teacher that was out. So when I saw that imagine, I was like, wow! I can't even imagine that. I can't, really can't. But I'm I'm really happy that you are in an an environment where you see a lot of black faces. Many people don't have that privilege, so I'm really what you your reality looks like yeah as i've as i've gotten older i've come to like appreciate it sorry i've come to appreciate it so much more when i hear different people's like um environment environment like especially like people outside of london as well still inside Mm -hmm. england but outside of london it's like their experiences are so mad like they were the only black kids in their primary school wow and stuff like that which was mine was my even my primary school was like predominantly black guardians so i'm going wow. so so it was do you know what i mean so it was just like we were like the majority there and then there's always there was always other races and stuff or like people from different countries but it was just it was when it's Ghanaian independence day in the playground it's like us we brought in our flags like do you get what i mean but i wanted to i wanted to ask you Mm-hmm. Like, when did... Because I've started to ask people these questions and have these conversations, especially during the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Um, when did you realise you were black? When did I... I know that's going to sound really weird, but... <laughs> yeah, it does. Is, but but cause I feel like, especially someone like, I'm guessing from um, being in Jamaica, as you said, you're, you're surrounded by black people. So it's not ever really, oh, we're black. It's just people. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So when did you make that distinction? I recognized that I was black from an early age of, you know, being in basic school. I don't know if if that's what you call it in London, basic school, elementary, what what do you call it? Yeah, primary. Yeah. Um, All right. So we basic school between the age three to five. During that time, I recognized that I was black because at that time would always have tourists and it was indoctrinated in me that tourists are white people i did not imagine that black people could be tourists so Mm. (laughs) yeah so that was my socialization so where my school was located we would see a lot of white persons it it, it's it's a missionary school of it was a missionary school of sort it was um methodist so you know being linked to the church 
there they had a lot of missionaries who would always come so i was able to see that these skins are different from mine but it wasn't anything where you hated them it was a bit of an appreciation because you know they were they, they were friendly but when i recognized that i was black black and the world is different was you know growing up and celebrating like in october i believe yeah in jamaica it's heroes weekend and in august we would celebrate independence and emancipation and you know in february it's black history month when on the television local television they'd show a lot of movies with the with slave slavery movies and i recognize that hey i'm really different from these people and the 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 persons who are portrayed in these films are different from those that i would meet and you know looking at it instead growing up now i would realize that i'm not i don't want to be friendly with them like i know that they're not the ones who hurt me and my ancestors yeah. but kind of what they were growing up yeah i started being like no not about that life so i think i think i answered the question right yeah, no, you did, you did, you did, you did. Okay. I find I find that really interesting, um, and especially because like, because um, as I've spoken to you, I've gained like some more understanding about like Jamaican culture in mm-hmm. some regards. So especially like, when you're saying stuff like Heroes Weekend, it brings you back to your um your blog that you oh um, yeah yeah about comparing it and how um how it's changed over the years. so um what's what's being in quarantine like right now in tottenham um quarantine right now is they've just implemented a new rule so when it's thursday mm-hmm. yeah so thursday is today right i don't know yeah, yeah it's today for you but yeah. tomorrow for me yeah sorry yeah <laughs> you, you actually live in my future <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy you think about it but but yeah, yeah. to think about we're, um, yeah, so they from today onwards, um, bars and restaurants and pubs will all close by 10 p.m. Like mm-hmm. that's like the curfew for like um, for like public places, I guess. So it's kind of like restricted what you can do now because everybody I also like to be out in Shoreditch and stuff like that. That's like a Shoreditch is like which is kind of like the young spot now. So that's where people go to. So we like we go out there, and yeah, people could be out there all hours now. But I guess it's kind of restricting what we can do now in terms of, like events. And because my birthday is coming up, um, yeah, Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. Your memory, man. Damn, your memory is good. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna be catching. You're living in my future because I'm I'm gonna be, I'm a few like a week behind you in age. Oh yes, yes. Wait, let me be precise since we're talking about age. So it's like one week and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I think two days. I'm one yeah. week, two days ahead of you. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, but you but then you live in my future. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so weird, like it doesn't literally <laughs> where I thought about it. Yo, you know not everybody can have these weird conversations. Yeah, like, I know. I am this is why I enjoy talking to you because you have loads of weird like random not random but yeah <laughs> strange conversations yeah you can't really find that with many people and like we said you know before that wait we, we stated something about not being able to to just be yourself while talking to people yeah and, but when we spoke it was like a natural like I'm gonna be myself here yeah yeah and i think i think that that's needed on social media going back into talking about social media i believe it's needed because 
far too oft- often we see where many persons are trying to live the same life of an influencer or so on and it's like you're seeing so many on social media you're seeing so many of the same kind of people that it's really frustrating it's like you're talking to the same person and i believe that right now it's integral that everybody just be themselves because based on how this thing is going everybody's going to be inside so might as well make make friends online but be yourself i agree with you and to link that back to your quarantine question i feel mm-hmm. like social media has been um has been like a big help during the lockdown yeah like um social media's existence and sorry i say social media existence because it's helped so many people like kind of see that they kind of need like a distance from social media or to kind of see what social media is for themselves because Mm -hmm. i feel like if you only use social media to escape your life which when we're busy doing stuff when um, things were quote-unquote normal and we had our jobs and we had like a uni and stuff like that is oh yeah i'm taking a break from my life let me kind of go onto my phone now yeah but now it's like nothing is really going on like that especially when you're in this space of like you just finished uni and you don't have a job and stuff you're you, your life is just there so you can you're kind of like mm. you ha- you can reflect on more stuff and be like okay cool I don't really need to be on social media like that or I'm gonna like go on social media now and then I'm gonna do something else do you know what I mean? yeah it's it's funny so to sum up bit what you're saying it's basically before social media was that place to escape your reality but now we're living on social media every single day that in order to escape anything we have to just go back into our lives yeah yeah it's twisted you kind of have to escape your escape yeah (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's so ironic it's so ironic and i'm happy that you touched um uni that's the next thing that i wanted to talk about like right now in the jamaican climate you know just coming out of university it is frustrating i was so depressed recently but what has been helping me is to just let go and focus on god because i don't believe that god is going to allow us to go through four three or even five six years of university only for us to just like stay at home you know so yeah. I've found I've found comfort in God and then I've been trying to focus on working on my podcast, um, doing content for persons, trying to freelance and I'm not saying that it has been easy, but it has been I'm growing through it. And I know that other people they don't really have it the best way. Like there's a lot of things behind it. You have student loan. I, I was looking at your your recent poem which we'll talk about soon and i saw where you done like student loan i was like yeah that sink that sinks with me because i had to take that out but i am not even going to stress about pitch by these people because i i, I refuse you said i refuse <laughs> these people can't come in my email they told me happy birthday recently they haven't asked me anything about paying them back but uh, <laughs> mad. wait how does your um how does your structure work in paying them back or do you want to wait till later on in this to talk right. about that how does it work honestly you want the honest response i don't know because oh, the way it works here is um when you're given like your student loan like we have this it's it's they're called student finance um of england you know yeah so these people or sfe for short mm-hmm. so but these people will be on you like to get student finance i'd say when you're not born in this country because i've seen it from my friends and such it's like it's like a really long process they'll ask you doc for documents like from when, when what um, what did you describe that school stage you were at when you first realized you were black basic school they'll be asking for documents from basic school that's crazy and it's like, yeah and it's just like it's crazy that's why I, I proper feel for for people who weren't born here who are trying to go to university because it's nuts 
but for me someone who was born um here is like the process of getting your student finance isn't that long but in terms of paying it back the way the structure is is mm-hmm. um with your salary whatever salary you make after you graduate um they'll they'll only start taking hello i'm asking if they'll deduct from it oh yeah yeah yeah. they'll only deduct from they'll only deduct from it when you start making over a certain amount of money a year oh that's not bad so if you yeah so if you never um if you never reach that amount of money is in like your in terms of your wage mm-hmm. and you reach the age of I think it's after 40 years yeah yeah I think it's after 40 years from where you graduate maybe 40 or 60 years from where you graduate then it just clears it just clears and you don't pay that money back that's why I wouldn't say student finance <laughs> wow like, like yeah it's not that big of a worry for well, okay so you guys don't have anything like a guarantor or so who will pay if you can't pay back because that's a part of the process here in Jamaica. So if you're not paying your money, these people are going to go for your guarantors. And if you, they're putting pressure on the guarantors to pay because it's not like they deduct it from your paycheck, you have to pay back. If that doesn't work, then these people will print your face and your name in the newspaper saying that they're basically shaming you and oh, dread. <laughs> that's how savage jamaica is that is nuts i couldn't even imagine that, <laughs> that being the way it is in the uk because because a lot of people would be getting shamed a lot of people be getting shamed exactly Damn. exactly so these people are vicious, but I I have dialogued with some persons, and they're like, I don't care if they print my picture and my name in the newspaper because I've already got my degree. So yeah. <laughs> the gag is, I've already got so my degree. So they can't take it away. So they'll be like, they can't pay my, de- they can't take my degree. So whatever, I'll pay when I want to. But I don't feel like that's cool because it impacts persons who really, really don't have it and they want to go to university. If they don't pay, then other people, people's future are jeopardized. So I don't really feel like that's cool. That's a, a great mindset to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, but um, I don't remember the question that I asked you before how we we ended up here. But yeah, working your poem, not working. You you mentioned um quitting in a recession. Like how you feel? How you feeling? This is a creative check-in, by the way. You're, <laughs> yeah, you're a writer, and I see that that was your catharsis. So, how are you feeling, Denzel? Um, is is really weird. You know, it feels like um, I say it feels like it's a stagnant, like mm-hmm. I'm stagnant. If yeah, that's the best word. I feel stagnant. It's like okay, cool. I gave up my job because basically I had like um I had an interview for another place before like while I was still at my workplace mm-hmm. so I had an interview for this other place and they really liked me I'm through to the final stage of whatever interview process pardon me whatever interview process that they're going through mm-hmm. but um because of because of COVID that literally just like nipped that in the bud so it's like now um, I have to wait until the climate is in a place where they can like start interviewing people again. Yeah. For, based on like the the infrastructure of that company, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like I had oh in my head I was just like cool I have a job coming out da 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 straight yes. like this was around February I think I had yeah like, February I had a, an interview for it, and it was just like yeah this is this thing is ready for me so <laughs> I didn't really sorry go on. 
No, I was laughing. Sorry. Oh, it's cool. Laugh at my pain. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I had like in my head after you know just how yeah cool. I'm gonna have this job pattern anyways, and then and then COVID happened, and now it's kind of like okay, cool. When I was getting closer to like finishing my degree, I'm just like okay, cool. I'm still waiting to hear back from these people. Um, and they've emailed me and stuff and been like, oh yeah. Um, just like, like, we'll let you know when anything's changed and da 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 da. And yeah, all now. And so now I've graduated. It's kind of like, ah, oh, this job that I thought I would have is my security. I don't have it anymore because they're not hiring right now because of the like, the structure of of what COVID done to the economy, like us being mm. in a recession. So yeah. it kind of made my decision to quit my job seem a little bit stupid, but. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of grateful at the same time <laughs> because it's like it's forcing me, it's forcing me to to be as creative as possible because I don't yeah. really have anything like restricting me. The only thing restricting me right now is I'd say the feeling of being stagnant or not pushing myself to take risks. Hmm. I get yeah. you. But I do feel like if we look on COVID as an opportunity, then we will be able to flourish in this season. And you are creative. And I mean, that's how I I, I was basically introduced to you. Because I don't really know many, many young, like Generation Z, writers who who do a lot of emphasis on you know black lives matter and all of that and when i stumbled upon your well first of all it was your name i am not a tree that's all that's <laughs> yeah that was my twitter name at the time like, yeah, when I, I, tree. I, I was like who who is all right you want, you want to the impression i was like who is this weirdo i'm not a tree <laughs> but then i love weirdos so I had to investigate who this weirdo was. <laughs> I thought that this weirdo was was Jamaican because, um, I, in all honesty, when I started on on Twitter, most of the persons that I would follow they were UK people because I love UK culture. Like just the lingo to me, it's kind of like Jamaican just mixed with an accent. Can you be like, um, man's not hot yet. Wait, oh my gosh. <laughs> so so um I've been recently following Jamaicans, so I thought that you were Jamaican. But then uh when reading your blog, which is quote Kwame, right? Yeah. I have to ask because I have a I have a bad bad habit of mispronouncing words. I can spell no. it. But I can't say it because I yeah yeah. That's... No, you got this one. You got this one. I give yeah. you that one. Yeah, quote And while reading it, when you're talking about man, man, them going judge, I'm like, but Jamaican people don't talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like, but I was in, inspired. I haven't started my blog of it, but I am inspired. I'm inspired, and. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like what you've been doing and I feel like placing more emphasis on, you know, just doing your craft. At the end of this whole season, I you 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 blow up. I'm proud of you. You blow up. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, Miss Emperor. Thank you. Yeah. You see that like you um just even just to touch on like how we met. Like it was it literally like from what you said in response to like one of my poems and stuff, and it was just like you you were very like you were very nice and real with your with your feedback. It wasn't like it wasn't anything. Nothing was dressed up, and you very much came to the conversation as yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't and know anybody else. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, those of you can just be like, oh, yeah, no, I liked what you did, da 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 da, da. Oh, I, I used to write, and, uh, but yours was, oh, yeah, like, um, 
I used to write, then you sent me something, like, you sent me a link. It was just like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you're really down with this writing thing. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get what and, you mean. You know what's kind of feeling weird? Be like, am I sending too much of my writing? Am I. Over- <laughs> nah, man, you, you know me. I, I love reading what other people create. Yeah. I, I especially like, I like um, one thing for me when I'm like, I don't know about you, but when I read other people's creative stuff, it's when I realize that I proper like something, is when I wish I had written it. I kind of feel the same way. And I'm like, how can I write like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, literally how I felt like. I, like know, whenever... That's how I feel with your things. I'm like, but I'm motivated. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, anything. it's not a, yeah, it's not a jealous write, thing. I want it's to like... reach this level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's... I can't remember what piece it was he sent me. Um, the people listening won't know either, but one of the pieces you said, and I think it was like one of the last two, when it was from your notes page. The one that, I think it was societal puppet. We had the, car and you're like, you were yeah. telling me about what you studied at school, and I was, I kind of felt jealous again because I'm like, why in Jamaica I couldn't have these creative courses? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I I can't do nothing about that. But we what, <laughs> but we what you wrote. I remember always that line that I that's what I do like if I proper like something I definitely repeat a line back in quote in quotation marks because I proper I proper like it and you have a gift of your writing and in, especially with all the other creative fields you do and to kind of flip the question back onto you however you found it being a creative and, and especially because you're a creative and we both write and we both have a podcast but oh, in yes, terms of podcast check him out I'm I'm not a twin, but it's cool. But it's cool. You told me that you are a twin. You have a twin sister. I, I told you I don't have. A, don't do me like that. I told you I don't. <laughs> wait, wait. I misread it. Oh my gosh, no! I said me and my sister are just really similar, and we look alike. So um, we just came up with the name of Twin Podcast because we like because we like the name. Because um, to be honest, can I be honest with you? Honestly, I thought that you said you're a twin and you wish that you and your sister were a bit different. That's what no, I, no. I read. Wow. We literally we literally wanted to like this is I don't think we've said this before, but we wanted to call ourselves um two peas in a pod, but mm-hmm. that name was already taken. So we just like, you know what? This <laughs> twin podcast name, nah, let's just take that. Nobody else has that. Let's take that. But to continue the question, I'll have- um, mm-hmm. how has it been with you? I know you do so many different other creative things in terms of like editing and things like that as well, and photography. So how has how has that been for you in the climate of COVID? It has been depressing. Eek. Like I haven't right, photography, photography. I haven't done photography in ages, and. Um, I I recently got a camera to use because I don't have my own. And it's like I'm taking the photos and I have to question if this was something that I really loved. I have to question, did I really learn photography? Because these pictures are not coming out right. Depressing me. And no, I don't feel like I want to... I want to pursue anything in photography anymore. <laughs> That's the honest truth. And then really? Yes, really. But I want to push more. You know, you know when you want to push, but you just be like, you know, I'm can't bother. Yeah. I'm gonna have a can bother, can bother thing going with photography right now. But yeah. I'm known for photography. And in my head, honestly, I'm like, but I don't have anything in my, por- like, I was going through my portfolio recently and I'm like, how can people label me as a photographer? And in my portfolio, I have nothing. Plus these things are outdated. Like it has depressed me. And when I made plans with person, 
you know, go out and take photos every single time. Oh, this came up, that came up. So it's it has been depressing. And then you have to factor in that COVID is still around. So you can't be hunky-dory with everybody. So that has been really depressing. Then the next thing, though, because I'm rambling. Apparently, this has turned into a vent. The next thing is... I would say that I, I used to double in entertainment, like entertaining people with just my personality. Um, I had a, a YouTube channel going on called a YouTube channel. Yeah, I came up with the name, a YouTube channel. YouTube channel, yeah. So I respect I was, it. Huh? I respect it. I like it. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, it's cool. Not many people get it. I, I feel like only creative people get creative stuff. They don't. Pe- normal people don't get it. Black and white people don't get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I had that going on, but then I stopped. But then I kind of wanted to go back into entertainment. No, when I sit down, even up up to yesterday, I was trying to come up with a video idea, and it's like I'm, I have to try too hard to be funny. It's like, it's not coming naturally. And I'm, again, I'm frustrated. I'm like, what is going on with my skills and talents? <laughs> yeah, I feel like if I, if, I, if I had continued, I could have been Elsa right now, you know? Mm. Elsa, Maj, Maj, I can't pronounce her last name. But I could have been Elsa with the Fenty and the chips and all of that. I could have been Oh, the girl that eats the chips and just laughs. <laughs> yes. I feel like, no, honestly, I could have been. But I'm proud of her, but I'm still saying I could have been like her. Mm. So that's another thing. Then with writing, like I feel like it has been weeks since I told you. Hey, I'm going to blog. Right? I was like, yes, yes, I'm so empowered. I'm going to write. Oh no, oh no, and I feel so sad over it. But I can say that I finished a week's a week's website to place the things on my blog. So I'm excited about that. But to write, it's it's I don't know. I feel like I'm losing the passion in that area. And the only thing that I place a lot a lot of emphasis on would be my podcast and and for months I didn't even want to do it anymore like I didn't feel the vibe and I know that it's not a vibe thing it should be a passion thing but I wasn't I wasn't feeling it I wasn't feeling it I lost I lost it and what else what else do I do um I haven't been editing videos much but I have been doing something that I that I that I hated all these years, and it's graphic design. And it's so ironic that I'm placing a lot of emphasis on graphic design, and that's the the craft that I detest the most. So that's me. I am. Um, that's so funny because I started doing graphic design as well. Like I got the, um, I did an Adobe um, editor like trial. Mm-hmm. for like a week I didn't make the most out of it I only use it for like two days if I'm being real because I wanted my 49.99 back you know no job I got I gotta, I gotta save the money but um, it was it is quite interesting and from what you've from what you've said it feels like to an extent your It kind of like with what I said about the whole COVID, like giving us time to like rediscover ourselves again. I feel like you're yeah. you're rediscovering the different like creative avenues you want to go through. Because I've been kind of doing the same to an extent, like mm-hmm. with the pieces I've written, or like the ones I just put out. Yeah. The, a lot of them I'd written like from like a month ago. So mm-hmm. when COVID had like not first happened, but I'd first been like home and had to experience or like deal with COVID and like a lot of the stuff, a lot of the pieces I've like had from before. Whereas recently I have been looking at stuff like I have started to try and draw again. Wow. Looking at like different types of um not not necessarily poetry, but if it's scripts, 
mm-hmm. or stuff like that and even trying to get the graphic design yeah it's just I feel like as creatives during this time it's just like we're, rediscovery yeah we're trying to try a thing like it's true it's true I I I like that we are rediscovering but going through the process it it's like it's like you're ripping off a new skin to birth another one. And the process is so painful, but it's something that you have to go through. That's that's how I, I, I see it. That's how it's visualized and that's how it feels. Thank you, Nancy. I just like the way you say stuff. Like, that just, like, you can just be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rediscovery of a different you. But you had to say, like, it's ripping off, like, layers of skin to, like... It's just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you have like a poetic way about saying things, but if you don't write poetry anymore, that's fine. But just no, I'm going that. to come back to it. <laughs> I'm legit going to come back to it, but it's so hard. I feel like, all right, I feel like I need to read more first. I think I need to read more, and by reading more, then because when I used to write a lot of poems, I would be, I was an avid reader. But somewhere along the line, I kind of lost that. So, yeah, it's, it's like even the words. Um, I, I used to sit down and study the, the, the dictionary. And now, that's You're not a lying. Word. Yeah, I used to do it. I used to, I did that as well when I was like... Really? Like, yeah, when I was like 13. Yeah, that age coming up and write down the words and rip go over them and over again i think you're the only person i know that that's so weird see this is what i mean we were meant we were meant to be friends because yeah hell, <laughs> what the actual hell uh, and i'm so <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Honestly, like I used to have a book dedicated to it, but I don't know where that book is. And I said that I wanted to do. Yeah, now I have the Webster dictionary, and like if I'm reading a word, reading a book, I have to ensure that I'm using it. But I save the words. But unfortunately, I don't go back over the words anymore. But like, so I feel like I need to like get a book dedicated to writing the words in again and then my vocabulary will increase and then you know and then reading I think I need to read more um what do you call those things again this descriptive writing where you don't necessarily go into the storyline but you're just describing I think then I will be able to write more poems because I need to work on my parts of speech and mm. so no, not parts of speech. Figurative languages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I can't believe that you actually did that as well. Biggest well, man thing, like I had, like I had the um, Sahiris. It was called. Oh, I forgot what the book is called. But people, people listening from the UK will know what I'm talking about. Inside like primary schools and mm-hmm. secondary schools, we used to have like it's called. Um, I think it was the Children's Oxford Dictionary. Mm-hmm or Oxford Dictionary for Kids and inside that it was, a, it was a dictionary and a thesaurus I think yeah we have that in Jamaica yeah we have it the and it was the thick one it was hardback hardcover yeah yeah literally it was that so I would have a book when I because I think I was like um, I think I was like 11 or 12 or no I think I was like 10 when I beat oh I really like I like this writing thing because I could do a poem for like a competition in like school or mm-hmm. whatever and then from there I was just like oh no like I'm gonna do that plus when I was way up the way our primary school was set up is they would give us I think everybody's primary school did this at least in the UK they would give us like a different like a word of the week and mm-hmm. you would have to try and use that word as much as possible so I think that's what I became like interested with it plus at home my dad was always really heavy on like reading Mm-hmm. so he would give us like he would tell us to be like curious so like the word like, I knew the word inquisitive when I was like seven or from eight because my dad would always be like be inquisitive like ask questions or like be curious about stuff so 
from there I just became like really curious curious about language mm-hmm. so when I did get like access to a dictionary this could be bad but I took a dictionary <laughs> no oh wait no but they gave us dictionaries yeah, yeah sorry I thought I was about to say I stole a dictionary but they gave us <laughs> dictionaries <laughs> and um, did they give us dictionaries did I take it no I think they gave it to us I think they gave it to us um, and from there I'd have like a separate book that I would take the word from the dictionary, write it down, then write down the meaning, and then try it for myself, see how many times I could use it inside, like, school. So, like, English was that. Like, everybody who knew me inside secondary school knew, uh, in English, Denzel's going to write a mad thing, or he's going to do a mad thing, because <laughs> that's, where it, that's where it was. So much so... One of my, I said this in like a, in a podcast episode that's going to come out that we recorded this week. One mm-hmm. of my teachers, um, Mr. Toomey, he went and taught in, he's teaching in China or somewhere like that right now. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah. English? Yeah, he's, he, no, he was Irish. Oh. He was Irish. And he, um, he told me, this was, this was the year he was leaving. He told me, like, um, don't ever, like, stop your passion for writing because like you're like you're different mm-hmm. like this is a this is a gift for you and this is what like this is what you're meant to do don't stop writing like ever and of course as most teenagers do i fell off in it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna <laughs> sit here and talk to you a lie i fell off i fell off but <laughs> i rediscovered it oh, and i'm so yeah. glad i did so, yeah. could you say that when you were supposed to choose, like, your, your major, was it difficult or you, it was when you, rem- you, um, you got back that fire to write? Um, if I'm being real with you, for us, but it's like... be real because this is the real podcast. Yeah, this is the real podcast. I've got to keep it real on the sense yes. of yes. the real family. You think I don't remember all the, all, the, all the names that you dropped before? I hope I get the little dim, 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 dim music at the beginning of the oh. well. kind of sound like it, yeah? Cool, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, You're but, welcome. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, when For The Way It Is In The UK is after what like, secondary school, before you go to university, you either go to sixth form or college. I don't know if that's the same in Jamaica. Kind of. So basically sixth form, yeah, but it's not a necessity because, all right, oh, how to break this down? I'm not great at explaining things. Let me see. So, Is it like you could stay in high school basically and then go to university? You could go to, depending on the university, if they accept just, like CSEC, which is equivalent to what GC GCEs for you? Yeah, GCSEs. Yeah, yeah GCSEs, and you do A levels in 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 sixth form, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we would do this thing called Cape, and um, it's not a necessity, but if it's a case where you want to go, if you're pursuing like sciences and so on, then it's recommended that you do it the two years. Or if you don't need it, then you just go to the college or the university. So, okay. Yeah, so I did one year of sixth form, but the sixth form wasn't really at a high school. It was at a college, but it had the sixth form program. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So for what would have been Kate, for you guys, I picked... um, what I originally picked, because I used to do art, I was I was quite good at art, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Why, um, why, why did you stop? Because you said quite good. You were past tense. Why, why you stopped? Yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm getting to it. So I picked I picked art, um, English literature, sociology, and psychology. However, when it came time to start um, or to do, yeah, there was only going to be three of us in the art class because not enough people had signed on. So they couldn't keep art for that year. So for my year, 
I would have had to like do it with the year below or above me, which didn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because that way I would have to cram in two years in into yeah yeah into one, which I especially like from do, having done art for GCSEs, it was it's really long. Like I lost my art folder for GCSE, so I already had to like try and do two lots of two years worth of work into one year already. Wow. That's so crazy. yeah, I didn't want to do that again on such a like a bigger scale. So I changed, I dropped out art and did um, history instead. Oh, but story kind of sounds similar to mine, whereas um, I was, where you were passionate about art, I was passionate about Spanish. So, okay. when, yeah, so when I was doing sixth form, I did, it was sixth form, um, Cape, yeah. I did um, literatures of English, which, which literature yeah at the cape level i did sociology and communication studies and then i was doing spanish but apparently only two of us enrolled in the spanish class and then based on like i didn't really like how the the the, the lecturer was because she was like we're just fresh out of high school now and this lady was like i'm not here to teach i'm just here to guide i'm like miss i don't know everything coming from a conversational spanish background and in this spanish class then so, this lady wanted us to it's basically sociology in a different language we were supposed to write about the changing roles of women in an essay and all of that we're doing literature um i think i don't remember the name of the book i was doing literature in spanish that was crazy so and this lady hardly hardly came to class sometimes and she was just so-called guiding me and then we had this thing called ias um i don't remember what ias oh it means inter internal assessment where we would cover a topic or some research on it and present like a paper on it and when i gave this lady my topic she was like she just mark up mark up the things and i'm like miss i need guidance and so on and i remember whatsapping her and i was like miss i need guidance i don't know what to do whatever whatever she didn't respond so when i saw her in person i was like miss um i sent you a message and you didn't respond she was like what was i supposed to say so when when she said that no when she said that i went into panic mode i had my first panic attack and then i just dropped it and right now my love for spanish has it 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 has declined and yeah i'm yet to love that language again damn that's so funny because i'm learning spanish now (laughs) What do you say about Spanish? I will I'm learning Spanish now. Oh, bien. Uh, what, 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 what? Bye. Please, please, please. You didn't come here to test me. You didn't. Right. Hola. <laughs> All right. Hola. Um, uh, see, I'm really bad at saying conversation stuff just because it's only from phrases. But, um, come on, Stas. Um, um, muy bien. Um, uh, I don't know the basic because this is Dora. This is basic Dora. What do you know? Said Dora. This is basic Dora. Hola, como estas? Estoy bien. That's basic Dora. What I know, like. Well, you know. I know more so like um, it's funny I find I find sometimes I find that more of the complicated things to say like interest like easier so <laughs> let's say um, uh, now for some reason because you've been talking about school I'm thinking I did German in school and now I keep adding oh, like ich. Yeah, I, yeah I keep adding like ich before I'm about to say um like what I'd like so in my head I'm thinking about ich bien which doesn't make sense okay. um, 
But German, German seems interesting. I did French at university, but I hate French. You did French? See, you're doing a lot of languages in universities, my guy. And I don't really know who, who's too many people that do that because that's difficult. Everybody I know that did a language at university dropped it or they failed their module. I, I passed the module. I thought I would fail, but I actually passed. It's, listen, Spanish. Spanish actually helped me with English, so I feel like that's one reason I love Spanish. But with French, it's and well in Spanish, it's like you pronounce the word the way it's spelled, which is great. In French, you pronounce it based on a rule, and sometimes you don't even know if a, if if there's another letter that should be at the end of the word. So I hate French. Wow. Yeah, I hate French. I hear, and people tell me that French is easier. No, muy difícil, difícil. I don't even. Yeah, no, yeah, no, difícil is, is right. See, I know yeah. that. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if I say no, no recuerdo las palabras en what am I saying? I have no idea. I can I tell you what say... pregunta means. <laughs> What's pregunta? Um, problem. Problem. No, not problem. Question, 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 question. Yeah, because I just said so, question. Problema. Sorry, no. Problema, oh, problema is... Problem. Yeah, problema is, is problem. Um, pregunta is question. Difisal, um, difisal, um, or difisil, um, what else? What else do I mean? Well, oh, I, had this, I actually had an 87-day streak on Duolingo. This is why this is so embarrassing. <laughs> However, in my defense, <laughs> in my defense, what's my your defense? Streak, no, because that's my fine. my streak died two days ago, and I've been learning tree as well. You've been learning tree, tree? so that's yeah, so that's the um, is the is one of the languages from Ghana. So I'm a Shanti, oh. which is like my my tribe is a Shanti. So that's oh, that. Like, tree is the language of the champion. That's so cool. Can you like teach us something, like the Jamaican side of people, of the world, or um, not? No, I just remember that this podcast is international. So some some people don't even know that. No, Ashanti. What Shanti? Yeah. Um, yeah. So teach us something. Something cool. Okay, I'd say the easiest thing, or like one of like the most said things, is Aquaba. Aquaba, what's that? It literally means welcome. Aquaba, everybody, to the real podcast. Yeah, to to the real. (laughs) Aquaba, you know that. Yeah. But Aquaba, Aquaba, you have to remind me, Aquaba. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll drop. I'll drop. I'll drop you a message saying, yeah. Don't forget Aquaba. Aquaba. How, how do you spell it? Um. Oh, I, do I even know? I think it's. I think it's literally just how it's spelled. Is um A K and A K W. I think it's A A. Okay. Never mind. B. Never. <laughs> mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> nah. Is it's because the way um. The way tree is, that's why I'm trying to learn it. Because the way tree is, is, is very much something that you just, like, you speak. Like, my parents can't, um, can't really, like, write or, like, read that much, like, like, tree completely. Mm-hmm. It's just very, it's very much, like, that's just how people would speak to you. And you, in school, you'd learn English. Oh, it gives me the impression of like the Jamaican because we have like the Patwa Bible and many people they can't even read it the Jamaican Patwa Bible because the words look so different but if we should speak the language we can speak it we can yeah, chat literally. It. we chat it and we, but we just don't know how to spell it you get what I'm saying? literally, literally. like you understand you understand me? Yeah, no, I get you. Listen, like, from my mum, like, inside my mum, my mum has a hair salon. My mum's mm-hmm. a hairdresser. And it's it was literally, like, um, so many, like, Jamaicans worked there. 
That's so so, cool. I, so Patrick doesn't sound like foreign to me. I can't always understand like everything, but for the most part, especially like London culture as well. Like what you said, how you feel like English slang is kind of just like Patrick with a like, yeah, it's it's very it's very much so because we've taken so much from the Jamaican culture. But I like I like that. I, I feel like if it's a, if it was a case where I was speaking the raw patois, you probably wouldn't understand me. But I don't. I'm not about that life, so you won't hear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People tell me that I don't know how to talk patois. Even though I talk it to you, um, people will be like, you can't talk patois. So, I'm not about to try to shame myself. So I won't. I won't go that direction. I won't. Mm. But I'm, right. I'm looking time. It's like two twenty eight for you now, right? Yeah, yeah it's two twenty nine. Two twenty nine. I definitely. I feel like I'll definitely have to invite you on this podcast. Like I'm it, but I am considerate Just, of yeah. of the time zone and considerate of people's attention span. So I, I do feel like <laughs> yeah, we have another collab but it was a great conversation this was yeah yeah this was really fun man this was really fun I didn't even I'd, even, I'd, uh, I'd often forget that we were talking on like a podcast it just felt like I was just talking to you yeah it, it's kind of like a phone call where you're just talking because remember we were like we're just going to freestyle yeah <laughs> And the conversation just went where it went. Yeah, so I like, I like, this is how I want the direction of Nasanta's reel to go. You just come on, you just be real. You just talk and you just unwind and then you just cut and hopefully people are inspired and yeah. Yeah. So let them, let, since we, this, since this was a creative check in, where can people find your creativity, your, your your products. I, I like mixing. <laughs> <laughs> Why you say so? Where can they where can they buy your creativity? <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. I was literally going to say that. But oh I then I was like, product really of all the things to say. <laughs> so yeah, where can they find find um. Where can they keep up with Denzel Sar Sar Sarko Sarko Dia? Yeah, Sarko Dia. I-, I was wondering if you were going to allow me to struggle. Yeah, now I want you to struggle for a bit. <laughs> um, they can. <laughs> they can. <laughs> yeah, not nice. <laughs> it's disgusting, boy. They can. They can find. <laughs> they can find my stuff at. Um, quote Kwame um, dot blog in terms of like poetry short story stuff um, I they can find my podcast on all streaming platforms under the name Twin Podcast and I also like music so they can find me like through that as well why am I just learning about this you didn't know I wrote, I wrote songs I didn't know. I know that you do you do um reviews. I didn't know that you write music. Yeah. Um. So I've written a song for an artist called um R A, which is spelled R um hyphen A Y, and it's called Waiting. And yeah, I, I wrote it. I'm credited in the in the credits. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking to I'm looking to write more. It's a it's an R and B song, and that's... this is a Christian podcast, so. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry, it's nothing, it's nothing like, it's not, it's, it's not vulgar explicit. R&B, yeah, it's, not, it's nothing explicit, don't worry, but I want to come and pro- promote my profanity here. Yeah? <laughs> just checking, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm serious, I'm just checking. Though. I'm, I'm being so it's, it's all clean, it's all clean. And on, on Instagram, you're supermom underscore poppy. Yes, sir. Wait, and, so um, like a drink there? 
Yeah, Sufmo is like a very like African drink. That's cool. Yeah, you know about Jamaican Malta? Jamaica Malta? Yeah. Which is like Mario. Mal- oh, just checking. I, I'm wondering if it's equivalent, but this is a question that needs to be to somebody from Jamaica living in the UK. So, yeah, I'll ask that soon. And um, I'll check for Jamaica Malta. Yeah, please do. I'll send you. I'll send you a photo so that you can look when you do go to the supermarket. Cool, cool. Yeah, and what what other thing you do? That that's it. That's all the platforms. Kwame dot blog, supermalt underscore papi, which is um, p e r m a l t underscore p a p i. You spelled that so wrong. But um, actually, <laughs> you, you said you said the super part of super but it's all right. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna judge you. Wait, I ain't spell, gonna it, judge you. spell it. Spell it. S U P E R M A L T underscore. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, underscore P. Because, because I feel like I'm laughing it out. Wow. S. Spell it again. S U P E R M A L T underscore P A P I and on Twitter is you know that, wait, hold well. on. You know that that's what I wrote? What you spelled was what I wrote? I don't know how I spelled it incorrectly. You didn't, you didn't put an E after the P for super. You skipped the E and went straight to the R. That's, that's sub, sub, sub. Superimal. Superimal. Yeah. But that's not that was my intention. Guys I can spell, I just can't read. Okay. If you say so. If you say so, <laughs> Queen. Yeah. What other platform of me? What other platform you have going on, sir? Uh that's all I can share at the moment. Mm-hmm. That's all I can share at the moment. That's that's where I am. Um that's yeah, that's that's all I've got. But oh. again, check out the song with Ray. Sorry, um, yeah, with R-A. And you repeat the spelling? Because maybe some people can't hear. Just the way spell. That's called. <laughs> R-A-Y. And the song is called Waiting. And it'll be Waiting, brackets, a short song. Okay. All right. So this is where we wrap up. I did do an introduction. But we kept it real, nonetheless. And this is sign off. This is where UK slash Ghana slash Jamaica, you know, made a collab, right? Yes, sir. Sorry, yes, ma'am. I need to stop saying that. For the it, listen, yes, it's ma'am. It's fine because I call guys bro. And I call and sis and stuff like that. sometimes. Sometimes I call, yeah. call sis. So it's it's fine. Our girl, so it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I do make that mistake. I do make that mistake. It's silly of me. So yeah, this is where we end. It is eight thirty-six Jamaican time, and it is two uh, thirty-six UK time. And yeah. it's been a pleasure to it be on been... your podcast, Lasanta. Thank you so much, and it has been a pleasure having you on The Real Podcast. Signing out.